Okay, welcome everyone to the Outtakes Movie Podcast, where we're on our journey to go through every movie ever made and objectively rank them best to worst of all time. I'm joined as always by my elite crew, Amelia. Hello. Jacob. Evening. Joe. What's happening? And I actually, I don't have a pun this time because the title oh, was really no. difficult. We're watching <laughs> Baby Driver. I'm very excited. <laughs> Yeah. Perhaps I should have Sweet. given us all like code names, like a crew. Oh, maybe yeah. I've been all right. Like, cool. like the beard. Um, I think that's Jacob. The I, pumpkin. Sure it has to be. Look <laughs> at this. And Jacob. <laughs> oh Macaroff. yeah. I'll take that. Ma- it's just Batman and Jacob all over again, isn't Batman it? Batman and Jacob. <laughs> so, Baby Driver, directed by Edgar Wright, I think it came out in 2016, 2017. I've already forgotten. I think it was. It was late. I don't know. I remember it being recently. Well, it's recently, obviously, but yeah. I think it was 2017. Or maybe it's not. I think I so. Um, what What do we all think of Edgar Wright? It's pretty fab. Good. Yeah. He's the I, see, I liked... Um, I really. I don't know if anyone has watched it. Um, Spaced. I really like Spaced. Yeah, Spaced but is like, fun. I've not seen Spaced. It's, it's so weird, and that's why I like it. So I kind of like him because of it. But then obviously I'd seen... I think the first thing... I ever watched of his was probably either an episode of Space. It wasn't even the first. It was like season two, episode three or something. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no. I think I like a great. I don't like Shaun of the Dead, but I like a great. Boo. Yeah. You don't like Shaun of the Dead? I used to like Shaun of the Dead, but then I studied it for a year straight and now I hate it. <laughs> I think there's a theme here. Yeah. I think you studied. Yeah. We are not allowed to review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Shaun of the Dead. Oh, I hate it. I mean, I pre- it's a good film, but I, just, I can't watch it anymore. You know what I mean? So I. But yeah. But yeah. So uh, <laughs> so it came out in either 2016, 2017. None of us can remember. Had a really really good cast, starring the up and rising Ansel Elgort, uh, Jamie Foxx, Lee James, um, Sir not appearing in this movie, uh, and the concept of music itself. <laughs> also started it's worth to say yeah uh i've tried to get every single song and every single scene down in my notes i'll probably miss a few uh join in if i do we start with bell bottoms uh really really cool track we're in it's it's babies in the car that's his crew's off going doing a heist and instead of following them to the heist we stay with baby and that's a theme, like, throughout this whole movie. Yeah. Like, we keep staying with him instead of, like, seeing the interesting stuff. And we see, like, his particular relationship to music. Yeah. And it's really, really fun stuff. Um, the crew get back in after co- uh, creating a heist. And we get, like... Edgar Wright is just so good at stuff. Like, he, he does yeah. this, like, great visual comedy work. So it's John Bernthal's in the car. And uh, he points forward. Baby reverses as you do it. It's just, like... I love it. The whole movie's yeah. later with fucking... <laughs> Oh, great gags, man. And John Bernthal, <laughs> bless. He's great. We don't get nearly enough of him. I was going to say. He's what is he? No. He on, isn't he on the beginning? I thought he was in loads. Yeah. But then uh, I completely forgot about Jamie Foxx's character. I just... Like, in my head, because I watched it when it first came out, but I've not seen it since. So, like, when all the bits that I... On the Jamie Foxx bits, I thought that it was him for some reason, not Jamie Foxx. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, Jamie Foxx is in this film. And then, so yeah, I think we should get him more. But oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we might as well cover it at some point, um, just just so it's not lingering over the whole movie. 
fuck Kevin Spacey, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> it, in regards to this movie in particular, John Bernthal, who was only there for a short amount of time, did say that while he wasn't, he didn't get any indications that any of the things he did, he would have done. Um, but apparently, he was a dick on set. Um, oh, really? Fair enough. Yeah, he was, <laughs> which is so annoying because like some of Spacey's films, like like American Beauty, I love. So like it's like it's one of those things, isn't it? That like someone's like personal life or whatever you want to call it can like really affect stuff that yeah. you created. Yeah. Which is rather annoying. <laughs> it felt it honestly. It felt like a big devastating thing at the time because he's he is such a good actor he really in he this is, movie yeah. he's stunning he steals almost every scene he's in uh yeah. and he doesn't he's one of these actors that doesn't have to like do much like some actors are bouncing off of the walls and pulling like yeah. every stupid facial expression under the sun to get to notice them he doesn't have to do anything just no. subtlety but he commands a room so yeah, yeah. It, oh, it sucks uh but apparently he was a huge dick john Bernthal said that he went in to the the movie with Spacey being one of his favorite actors of all time uh uh he he credits him for being like a life changer and a career changer uh and when he left the set he was immensely disappointed and lost all respect for him so yeah we don't know we do say don't meet your heroes (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, we don't know exactly what he did but we know that he was a dick so um yeah (laughs) um uh, they're driving off uh, the getaway driver the the car chases in this film are fucking absolutely stunning really really well shot I couldn't physically ever break down everything that's happening in them because we'd be here all day breaking down while oh, no. chasing um, but it's fun knowing that um, Ansel Elgort did do stunt driving training for all his scenes because Edgar yeah. really really wanted to yeah basically he, he didn't want to keep sh- putting stunt drivers in there and having to shoot around that fact he wanted to see baby behind yeah. the wheel as much as physically possible so he did stunt driving training um there's also an amazing thing while we're just on the topic of like the really bombastic action sequences one of the reasons why i think they're as dynamic as they're able to be and i fucking i love this is this movie, and I think most of Edgar's, if not all of them, are live edited. Um, really? he's, he's got an editor that he's worked I mean, with for years and years and years, and he is on set taking the footage straight on the timeline and cutting it. So when Edgar like yells cut and they go to actually look back, they're not just watching the director's VT. They are yeah. seeing a rough cut of the film there, right then and there. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a cool way of doing it, I think. I imagine it... it it's a difficult way of doing it at first, but I, am, I can imagine by yeah. now they'll have a system to do it. Yeah. And that, I feel like maybe that's why, I don't know, I can imagine it be it would be like really helpful to do it that way. Because then you're not going to have that get into the edit, realising something doesn't really work when you edit it together and then not having, having to do reshoots or whatever or just having to settle with what is something you don't like. I like the idea of it being like then and there, be like, oh, no, that didn't work. Let's do it a different way, like right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, that, that's a really cool way of doing it. I this can't movie. Think of anyone else who does that, you know? No. As well. I, no I, it's, so. For me, it's totally unheard of. There might yeah. be people, but not. I mean, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone. Yeah. yeah I, I, I know. I, I feel like too many people would be scared almost to do it, you know what I mean? Just hearing that scares me because that yeah. must handle stress so well. Most of the time I sit down to an edit and I cry and then I start. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's stressful. So, <laughs> fair play to him or whoever it was. 
kind of like a total opposite of how Michael Bay shoots his films as well. Just saying, <laughs> if, I've, yeah. if I've learned anything so far, it's that Michael Bay shoots for the edit, Edgar Wright edits for the shoot. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah. fair. I guess. I think that's yeah. fair. Like, he has more of it. He, he can see what he's, he's doing there yeah. and then, rather than hoping it will be what he's imagining later. Apparently, um, Edgar had, like, obviously, he storyboards and stuff, but he also had animatics done for this movie, and they were prepped way, way before the movie went into, like, proper production. So you've got, like, all the crew has got so much to work with, like, your DOP, your editor, everyone's got a really, really strong visual. So as soon as you actually do shoot it and you get it and you can drag it into your timeline, you really do know what you're working with. He's very prepared man, Edgar Wright, it seems. Um, oh, you can tell. I think you can tell really, like, Lord with his films. I mean, like, I, even as early as Spaced, I think you can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want this to get too much into, like, a gushing session, but he is a smart guy, and it's really easy to see his, like, process yeah. in his movies. Out of interest, does anyone know how much Baby Driver costs to make? Ooh, I, I have no idea. I actually have no idea. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be, we're going to think it's a big blockbuster, like loads of money, and then you're going to spring like, oh yeah, it was like hardly anything or whatever on us. I don't think it would have been that much, you know. No. Well, I mean, a lot of it's inside. Like, there's how many locations are there? There's really not that many. I mean, there's a lot of roads, but we'll count that as one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, there's, there's, there's where the crew meet up, there's Baby's Flat, there's the diner. Uh, there's that one warehouse where the shootout happens. Oh, yeah. Car park and the, the car end. park. Oh, the and car that's park. really... That's it, more or less. That's yeah. it, really, yeah. I mean, there's that coffee shop. That's, like, one scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. briefly in it. Shop, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And the laundromat or whatever it's called. True. Oh, the laundromat, yeah. But, they, see, the, the, like, the coffee shop, the laundromat, I can imagine they wouldn't have filmed in the longer than maybe a day, maybe two nights, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it could be backlots for all we know. Exactly. That could have been like a set. I mean, I mean I that's what I thought. Set. It's a week late, but when we were covering yeah. Batman Forever last week, um, I remember do actually being impressed with some of the sets, but purely based on scale. And I know that's yeah. just able to be done because of the Warner <laughs> Brothers lots. But like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, does anyone have any ideas for budget? Uh, I honestly don't know. I'm going to say like 30 million. Maybe? Okay. I'm going to get 15 mil. 15? Oh, Sounds wow. like a little higher. I was going to say more like 50. Uh, you were all right to go relatively low. Uh, it was $34 million to make the movie. Oh, okay. uh, it was all very, very practical. Um, it did make $226 million, uh, which is yeah. fantastic budget. And I think yeah. one of the reasons, to be honest with you, I don't know how much say Edgar gets uh, in terms of budgeting, but I have a, a sneaky suspicion that it's not particularly high because even though his work with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg was really well, does anybody know about the box office disaster that was Scott Pilgrim? Does anyone know I, the numbers? I've heard about it. I knew that it didn't do great. Even though it's obviously really good, I've, yeah, I've heard that it did great. That's like all I know about it, though. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, I didn't do well. I adore yeah. this movie. It cost... Around 85 to 90 million to make and made, well, it's more accurate to say it lost about $50 million. Oh, wow. Ouch. I don't understand, like, 
how? Do you, do we like how? Is it just? I, I, ju- I just think they were unlucky. I just think they were unlucky. Oh, I remember so when I was young and the film coming out and being really, really excited and I had a mate that me and me and him were like sharing the trailers to one another. We were really excited to see it. Yeah. And then we picked a date shortly after it came out and we just checked the cinema that day and it wasn't there. It had been pulled really early. Really? Because it had just done... Wow. Yeah, just done really bad. Oh my God. That's Shit. so weird. Yeah. I don't understand why though. That makes no sense. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. But was it just... Is it... Maybe like, did they, maybe this didn't market it right or something. I don't know. Maybe it, that's so weird though. Maybe it just it's seems a lot of unfortunate. Done it where like they're almost like what's that saying where it's like oh it was released before its time. Like with most cult movies, they don't yeah. do well on the box office. Yeah. I think that's why people are drawn to it afterwards. And like oh, shit, this is actually a good film. Like, I mean, I mean, it's sometimes sometimes release plays into part of it. Like mm-hmm. I remember people complaining when Aladdin came out this year. There was another film called Booksmart that came out. Um, I've not seen it because I'm scum. Oh, I remember seeing the adverts for it. Yeah, my partner has, and she says it was really good. And a lot of the critics say it's exactly what people have been asking for in film, but it made no money because Aladdin was out. And even though everyone yeah. was complaining about live action Disney remakes, everyone went also to went it. to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I went to watch it. So, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but so did the rest of Fiat 500 Twitter, so that's how it made it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 500 Twitter. I feel attacked. I like that kind <laughs> Um So yeah, back to Baby Driver. Um, obviously, I talked about the concept of music being a part of it. Every scene was written to music. Um, Edgar basically went away and when it, while he was writing, he was like, right, I want this scene to last three minutes, 20 seconds, and I want it to have a jazz background. Let's go on Spotify and find the exact song that is going to make that happen. And then he would play it while he was writing it and then edit and time it. Um, See, I've actually read the script for this and it it does, doesn't it? Like, isn't the first line of the script something like this movie's something... It it, it basically tells the reader that the whole movie's timing's based on the music. Like... yeah. That's like I can't remember the line is, but it's something like that. You know straight away, and like is even some of the bits of the dialogue is clips from the the song, like audio from the song, so you know which part of the song you're up to when you're reading it. And I was this, I was watching, it, I, was, I was reading it, and it was just, it was like fascinating to read. You know what I mean? Because you can, even if you don't know the songs, you can still like yeah. get the beat. You know what I mean? You kind of understand how the scene plays out, even if you don't know what, even if you have no idea what the music is you can still get like the feeling from it just for the way he's written it. When I just, when when the movie came out, I remember listening to the soundtrack after after I'd seen it. I only saw it once in cinema. And I was I, I was legitimately able to like be taken back straight into those yeah. scenes because they'd become one with the movie now. Yeah. It was really strange. Um but yeah, uh straight on from that is so they they get away um really really cool chase scene dodging cop cars going over like making cop cars clip over like spikes in the road mode like joining three other identical red cars they make like yeah three car switches but they get away um yeah and uh then we get harlem shake as baby just walks around uh where is this movie set is it it's not harlem shake it's, oh, it is it's- harlem shake Shuffle. Shuffle. Crap, that's the it's meme. definitely not the Harlem Shake. <laughs> definitely not that. <laughs> Shuffle. I was just there, like, kind of, like, remember it, and I was like, wait. <laughs> I, think, I think the worst part is that I was desperately trying to not say the meme one, and I, <laughs> and I think that's why I said it. <laughs> Still did it. Oh, man. Um, 
Home Shake. It's. I think this movie's set in Shuffle. Atlanta, but it looks. Yeah, I think. I've done it again. Oh my god! <laughs> Take me away I... from movies. Oh god. <laughs> um, I keep try. seeing Atlanta police departments everywhere, but it looks like New York. Yeah. See, I think I, I. I think it is Atlanta because I'm sure I watched a video once when it very just after it came out, and it kind of it was like a map of the streets of Atlanta, and. It, they follow the route that he drives, and like it's an act, like it it skips a little bit, like it skips a corner here and there, mm. but he, like it, it's an actual route, you know what I mean? It's not just a bunch of clips of streets just mushed together. That? Yeah, like it, you can actually it. see the journey that he makes. Like I think it was Atlanta. Yeah, I think I think I think it's Atlanta they go to. There's okay. a bit he says it at some point, and I can't remember which bit, but because I. Had it in my head for a long time that it was Chicago, but then he says Atlanta in the film at some point, and I was like, "Oh, Atlanta, fair enough." But yeah, that's why I really like that opening scene because it's an actual like, like they've obviously gone and they've obviously driven the route just to get it right, and they film yeah, in all yeah. the right location. They film in all the locations, and it's I really like that opening scene just for that. Yeah, because you don't even you don't you wouldn't even need to do that. You no. just did that. You could like, cheat you it. You just easily. did it. But this because is what makes him a good why not? He's so yeah, like, it's, like if you live in Atlanta and you're watching this film, you're going to be able to see that, and you would know. Especially if you live in the area, you would be able, you would see it, and you would know the the route they're going. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what I love about it. Like we don't live in Atlanta, but you just knowing it just makes the scene so much better as well, because you know that it's like like realistic. <laughs> but I don't know. Okay, so. Maybe just the Harlem shuffle yeah. as we get a really nice one shot, like taking him all the way around town. Uh, the lyrics of the song keep appearing in graffiti everywhere. Like, it, it, like a, the, a jazz shop accompanies him on the music. ATM sound effects accompany the music. Yeah. Like just like perfectly in there. It's nuts. I hate you, Edgar Wright, but in a different <laughs> way to Michael Bay. <laughs> it's envy, this one. Um, so, uh, Baby gets coffee for all, all of his crewmates, and uh, we meet Kevin Spacey's Doc as Egyptian Reggae is playing. So far, I think I've got yeah. all the songs. Um, it's really just a scene to, to show that often the crew members don't like Baby, because he's always listened to music and they always think he's a bit weird. It's just a theme that we're going to set up later. Yeah. And we learned that the movie is a one more job sort of plot. That's really it. It's just like, get us going. Um, so then, uh, Smokey Joe's Lala is the next song. I'm getting them all. I'm determined. <laughs> uh, uh, baby's back in his flat. He's making food for his mate Joe. Um, we don't really learn anything about Joe. Joe is deaf and crippled um but we don't really learn like where he's come from Joe's how he's his foster dad is, is that just what it is yeah yeah that little I, relationship though is so cute it's like, very yeah. cute like i love how just accepting he is about the fact that he's obviously doing crimes yeah to just do this <laughs> thing like, where's like, this money come from his face is just like yeah he's just but he, he doesn't even think he does he's like like the bit of the i mean i don't want to skip ahead but it's that bit where like the police, he's, he's just dropped him off at the thing and he's just, he's like, he does the hand thing for a good look and it's just like, oh, something like that. Love it, love it. That's good. Um, so it's, it's more just showing Baby's relationship with music 
as he's like yeah. dancing with every single movement that he's doing in, in real time. Then he makes some music. He remixes the previous scene into oh, yeah. a fresh original song, yeah. um, which is great. Uh, and then time, just some time passes uh, and they've got the TV on, they flip through various movies. We see Monsters, Inc., Fight Club, uh, we end with a bullfighting documentary. And this I find really interesting because this is Edgar Wright's sort of particular relationship to movies. Because when you pay attention to what's going on on the TV there, it's the third act of the film. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a video that said that every single one of those lines that is said on the TV, he actually, or someone says at some point, like yeah. say later on in the film, I found that really interesting. I, they they oh, all my, come back and that. the way it ends with like, um, a bull seeing red the way Buddy's going to do it at the end of it and go berserk and they have to get off they, they say they say in the documentary you have to get off and now you have to tackle it on foot and it's the same way that they have to get out of the cars and actually engage one on one yeah it's it's the third act of the movie but he just watches it in other films because oh, nice. I didn't yeah. even realise that that's so cool it's absolutely nuts isn't it <laughs> oh man um, so um he then goes to a diner, B-I-B-O-A baby, and she's singing it on the way through. Uh, and he totally falls in love with her. It's like, it's properly like, their relationship, uh, Deborah and baby, is like a drive-through, like classic romance comedy. That's how I see it. Yeah. It's very tropey. She really is just like a almost no character dame, but like, it feels so on purpose you know like it's yeah. like it really feels like all their relationships seems you could take it out of this movie and put it in a romance movie and it would totally yeah. fit it would totally work um it's really really well done i love lily james as well just saying she's, she's so great fab. <laughs> she's great what what did we make of the like really strong southern accents on show because very few of the people here were clearly from georgia <laughs> and <laughs> i they were I a bit didn't even yeah I didn't even click until halfway through the movie that he had a southern accent. Like, his is a bit... His is, his is does, more subtle. He yeah. does have a southern accent, doesn't he? There's, there's a couple of up. things where it's not that it, it like, slips. It's that yeah. his face has to move in a weird way that it wouldn't <laughs> if it was his natural voice. Usually when yeah. he's saying... It's when he says, B-I-B-Y, baby. Like, his, yeah. his whole, like, <laughs> mouth moves to the side. <laughs> get it out. His voice really? coach is just on the side, like... i mean it's i wouldn't even mind like southern american accents not even the hardest one to do really is it like you can i mean you don't want it to sound really thingy do you but it's because he's american is he american he is american yeah he is yeah yeah i thought he was i'm gonna kind of imagine he's from actual from southern america i don't know where he's from but um no not not southern america but southern usa but like I don't know, I, yeah, I didn't click that he had a southern accent until like halfway through. And then I, when I realised, I was like, has he got a southern accent? Like, I thought it was weird because I didn't know it was set in um, Georgia. So I was kind of like, um, if, like when she had it, it weirded me out as well. Because again, I didn't know it was set in Georgia. So I was like... Hers um, was more obvious, I feel. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like You hear it straight away. And it's like, why has she got a southern accent? <laughs> but... Uh, so Doc calls him back in in the middle of his date um, and we meet uh, a new crew Jamie Foxx's Bats um, I didn't catch the other two actors names but it's JD and 
was it, was it Mr. Nose? Used to be No Nose, but now oh, he's Nose. Billy No Nose or something. Oh, Billy yeah, No Nose. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Formerly known as The Nose. But just because yeah. he yeah. used to have a. He got his nose cut off or something? Don't know, but his nose just looks weird. Yeah. His nose does look weird. <laughs> um, Unsquare Dance plays for a planning scene where you don't get to see. You don't get to hear any of the audio whatsoever. It's just Baby playing with cars until Bats gets really pissed off with him and is like, this kid's not even listening. And then without missing a beat, Baby's like, here's the plan. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> One uh, thing I don't know as well, if it's 100% true, you know that no-nose guy? You know the band The Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. Apparently that's the bassist, Flea. Yeah, it is. The it no is. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's yeah, cool. apparently it is. My, my boyfriend likes it. He's, that's one of his favourite bands. And he was like, oh my god, I didn't know that he was in it. And I was like, who? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Apparently that's him. Yeah, I oh, heard that cool. a long time ago. And I just, I'd forgotten until you said it just then. Yeah, no, that's for it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, then they're at the place and Neat 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 is playing. But then it gets mistimed slightly. So maybe has to put it back and then replay yeah. it. Which I love because it's like it's almost like preempting movie nitpick criticisms. Like, oh, how would he always time it perfectly every time? He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. And when he doesn't, yeah, he gets that. it wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, Jamie Foxx already like sh- uh, goes like wild, kills some security guard, and um, that messes up the whole thing. So they suddenly got to set off like way way faster. Uh, the getaway car gets hit by a van. And inside, no, it's not a van. It's a. Yeah, it's uh, another pickup truck. It's another pickup truck. Oh, yeah. And inside is some guy who has, who just carries around a gold deagle and a submachine gun <laughs> in his car. It's just, it's just on his passenger seat. He's yeah. just like <laughs> straight <laughs> away. Like who? Like is that what America's like? Because I always well, thought he was just like an undercover security guy just watching it from the sidelines, ready to yeah, jump like in a, in like, case anything went badly. Like the I mean, gun certainly make more can, sense. Like, the, the gun makes sense. I mean, it doesn't, but it does. You know what I mean? Like, you can just have it, like, I don't know, in the thing in case he gets get carjacked or something. But why is... Who keeps a fucking submachine gun on the passenger seat? It's just there. Isn't it under, like, a blanket as well? Yeah, yeah he just pulls it up and... Yeah. So, like, if he's... That's the thing, though, like... It, isn't it legal to carry, like, a gun? So why is he hiding it? I mean, it's weird that he has it to begin with. It's on his passenger seat. But if he's... <laughs> if he's gonna bring it just show it off you know what i mean there are different laws and when you're in a car i'm pretty sure oh is there i I think so well then hide it somewhere else don't just put it on your passenger seat with a that's why i think he was like a like an undercover security guard because he was just ready to spring into action yeah i hope so like i didn't think he was just some rando just some random guy yeah like it's it's just mad isn't it like he just i always thought that when i first watched it i thought that it was weird that he was chasing after him as well like, is he, like... If he was a security guard, it makes sense why he was doing it. Because he's, like, defending his mate or whatever. But if he's just some guy, and he's like, I'm going to be hero, chase after him. Which, I yeah. mean, I think... Yeah. But, I don't know. Movie, movie they'll win it, so... Yeah, I, that was always my, like, explanation for it. I was just like, well, it's a, it's more interesting this way. <laughs> Visually, <Yeah>. like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why not? Um, so Baby manages to, to, to outdry them. In the process, he makes Bats miss a shot, which saves him. But then the guy ends up totaling his pickup truck yeah. on the way. 
He's pr- he's probably dead. That was a pretty probably, nasty oh, crash. It was, probably it was died a hit. anyway. Oh yeah, definitely. Like there's no um, survive that. Bats uh like has a go at baby with a shotgun, he like threatens him, he's like, You maybe missed that shot, didn't you? He's like it's like in our business, you, you if you get emotional, you either what is it? You either get the bullet or oh, summit. I don't know. It, yeah, he's, I can't remember. Bullet or summit. That you either get a bullet right. or something entirely different, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean that should have been the line, so you know. Uh, and e- even even with that summit delivery, uh, it totally shakes baby up. He's like walking on the streets again, getting coffee to uh, Harlem. Shuffle, I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, but it's like everything's a little bit downplayed. There's there's no lyrics anywhere. He just goes up, gets the uh, uh, gets the coffees, gets his money for it, and he is now square with Doc. Uh, except Doc also kills JD for forgetting a shotgun on the uh, oh yeah uh, on the job, and Baby has to now take the car to the wrecking crew. Uh, we get his backstory. So basically, his mum was a singer, and uh, he was had a nice, happy life. But then something went wrong in the marriage, and then they were all fighting and arguing, and eventually, an argument in a car leads to a truck. Uh oh, that's sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a gloss over. Like, oh my god. Um. <laughs> oh, oopsie, someone whoopsie. saying that to him when he was like a child, though. <laughs> he's just like, oh, where's my mom? It's like, oh no, oh, she's Something's dead. Oh, oh never mind. <laughs> oh, so sorry. Oh, still Everyone's here? just like, you know that hum in your ears? Yeah, well, <laughs> something a lot worse happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Keep forgetting about the hum actually as well <laughs> when I was watching it. Uh, but yeah, um, easy by Sunday morning plays during that. Uh, as he leaves and he throws away his burner phone and he's like done with that that portion of his life so he goes back to the diner to hang out with Deborah and they flirt and they're getting on it's a good time and uh, they hang out at the laundromat these two have got such a good chemistry honestly they're so yeah. cute together like as act, like, with, like the way they bounce off each other is so adorable oh yeah definitely yeah they look like they look like the perfect couple they look like you could you could take them and make those like shitty tumblr posts Oh. Where you like totally <laughs> overdo yeah. the contrast and like. <laughs> um, sorry, when I was watching that scene in the laundry mat, like, I don't know why, but it just popped up. The one question I had with it was, like, do you reckon when they were filming that scene, they had to do it really quick because they had to put the. Well, not really quick, but be- like, my only thought with the scene was, I was just sat there like. Have they paid for all of those machines? Like the the the, the crew. Have the crew just gone around putting things in all <laughs> the machines? money in each machine. <laughs> and then, but they've got to do it really quick because the ones on the end are going to be like five minutes into the cycle by the time they get to the other end. So they just got crew doing it on that and just meeting in the middle and being like, right, that's all. Go go go! We'll film, 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 film. That's like, really what you think. It's I just, actually, I don't really, I actually the crew's laundry. That's what it is. The saving <laughs> yeah. money. <laughs> They all just got a call from Edgar Wright, and they were just like, "Yeah, yeah, it's Edgar. Um, we're gonna be filming a laundromat. So if you've got any washing, just bring it down. Like, like he's that like the mum or something. It's, like, it's like, clothes oh, just happen to be up. only red, blue, and yellow as well. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> pure like, don't bring anything else if it's other colours. Like, oh, but I've got a green. No, no, not any fucking green. Man. It's, it's like Edgar got two calls that day. He got one from the studio <laughs> being like. 
hey, we feel like um, there isn't enough scenes of Deborah and Baby together, and we'd like them to spend a bit more time together and have a bit more exposition. Oh, yeah, 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 no worries, I'll do that. And they got another call where it was like, all the crew are really smelly. Um, we've been wearing the same clothes for ages, we need to do something about it. <laughs> I could just picture it, you know. I can picture them being saying that to him, being like, we need an extra scene, where do you want to set this um, scene with them to? And he's like, oh, you know, let me have a think. I need to figure out somewhere. And he just glances over like that and sees he's washing in the corner. And he's like, oh, I've got an idea. I know, I know where we can do it. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so uh, Deborah by T-Rex is playing while they're just chilling out and flirting in the laundromat. And they agree to go on another date. Uh, baby gets a real job uh, the scenes brought to us by Goodfellas thanks for Goodfellas for getting baby a real job couldn't have done it without you <laughs> isn't that like an actual pizza brand as well but not the one he works for yeah I think yeah, so yeah. Yeah, is, but is it yeah you get Goodfellas pizzas here you get the, they're like the frozen ones mm. yeah exactly but like is that a thing in America are they in America I imagine the, they are they well be. I never thought to google it because I just know the brand <laughs> exists here I'm pretty sure they are it's not the same brand though, is it? Isn't it like some, it makes it look like some off kind of thingy, mm. you know, like I mean, knowing, single private. Knowing Edgar Wright, this is like some bizarre callback to like his past. Like how su- Summerfields is in um, Hot Fuzz because he used to work there sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe. Baby gets a real job. Joe is super happy that he's on the straight and narrow. He's I happy am. that he's found a girl. Yeah, I know you're real happy for him, man. I love him. I, I'm so happy for him. I saw him smiling the whole way through. So glad. So happy for him. Uh, baby and Deborah go on a date to a really fancy restaurant, uh, but Doc picks up the bill and convinces him Uh-oh. to still work for him. It wasn't the we're square, but you're not done for me, mate. Um, so uh, he also threatens Deborah, and that convinces him to. Um, to go off for it. So, uh, baby's upset and sad and th- they go off in the car and um, they have their first kiss. It's super romantic. And Aww. again, because Edgar Wright is just fucking too good. Uh, <laughs> nice little lighting trick where they're talking and it's nice and the car light's on and then she leaves and gets out and the car light switches off because the door is now shut. Uh, but oh. obviously he's all down and he's alone with his thoughts. Yeah. Fuck you, Edgar Wright. It's how you make a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, Doc has Baby Scout a post office with some mystery child. Let's not ask where Kevin Spacey got that. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he said it was his nephew, but yeah. Is it? I thought it was his son. Allegedly his nephew. It's the, it's um, the character's nephew. What's so, it? <laughs> I love uh, how you had a character on the end there, just so we know. Who really knows? <laughs> that Kevin, so, Kevin McSpacey, man. Kevin McSpacey? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. He's Scottish now, apparently, you know. Can you I get mean, that? Can you get that through drive through I'll have a Kevin McSpacey, please. Oh, yes. I mean... <laughs> just, just the hand. Is it Kevin Spacey's hand, or is it just a hand? Is it a hand that Kevin Spacey... Kevin Spacey's provided for the. It's meal. like the. Uh, it's like you know in Ghostbusters where the demon hand comes out the sofa and gropes that girl. <laughs> That's what the oh, Kevin yeah. McSpacey. Is. Oh no! Wait, so is it just a normal meal? But this, that experience <laughs> comes with the meal. Out the burger and just grabs your face. <laughs> oh, you know, no, you know what it should come with as well. Like it should be like a happy meal. I mean, maybe not a happy meal, but it should come <laughs> like. <laughs> it should come with like in a box. 
and on the side it's just a picture of his face with the instructions. Have you ever seen that video of him? And it's like that Kanye West one. It's like beautiful morning, and it's a picture of someone hold up a Kevin oh, Spacey yeah. mask, and he yeah, lifts it down. It's Kevin it Spacey. He should come with that mask and like the lyrics to that song. It's just like my god. That meme was my favorite for so long. I'm so. Brilliant. You know what, same. Like, I discovered that song and listened to that song in college purely because of that meme. And it made me so sad when he turned out to be, you know, what he is. Um, so, you know. Beautiful morning, yeah. but not for Kevin Spacey. Because so. he's unemployed. So, <laughs> Baby Driver, where are we up to? <laughs> Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, the job is to go and rob a post office. Baby has to scout it uh, with Doc's nephew. Doc's nephew's like on a PSP the whole time, but he notes that there's whatever there is a dozen cameras, four staff, 10 customers. He's done all the scouting in a second. Uh, Baby just has to buy some stamps, so it seems less uh, suspicious. But he, he gets attached to the teller. Like, he's, oh, he's really, really, really regretting uh, getting back on it. I did, while taking notes, miss two tracks. Uh, they were um, Baby Let Me Take You and Early in the Morning. I've got no idea where they were playing, but uh, the internet ensues me that they played in the movie. <laughs> All right, <laughs> they were <enough>. somewhere. <laughs> um, so the crew ensem- uh, assembles to uh, plan out the job. You have John Hamm as uh, Buddy. You have uh, Jamie Foxx again as Bat. And, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Darling. Hang on, I've got the DVD oh. here. I'm very prepared. <laughs> oh, God, no, it's all the horrible writing. Oh. Uh, I'll just mouth the word, and then I'll edit it later. <laughs> so it <laughs> nice. comes out. Yes, like, there we nice. go. Oh, no, Seamless. when you do that, you need to say her name, but you've got to do it like... Say her name's, I don't know, Claire. Say her name's like, Claire. Like, that's <laughs> so obviously off. It's like, I'll mouth the word, Claire. <laughs> you just gotta, oh, you know what? I'll just do it and I'll just do that voice and it's just so obvious on you and then we'll get this little bit. I'll be like, oh my God, it was him? Like <laughs> Made the um, connection. So Darling, Darling and Buddy are uh, uh, together. They're all making out. They're super romantic. John Hamm at this point seems like the nice one in yeah, the team. He does. Join, joins Buddy. They listen to Brighton Rock. They get going. Uh, and uh, Bats is like, is like questioning why they listen to like killer tracks because uh, he's worried about Hex songs. Do you know about oh, Hex yeah. songs? This is a real thing, apparently. It's based on a true story, really? isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, uh, while working on the movie... Uh, they were talking to some ex-cons who said that sometimes when certain music would play on the radio, uh, they would just stop the job. They just wouldn't do it. Bad it sign. Like, bad one of the guys Whoa. he interviewed, was like they, they like verbatim almost went through the scenario that Jamie Foxx then like recites, where they were going to a job and they heard knock-knock knocking on heaven's door. Yeah. And the, the real-life crime didn't happen because that was on the radio. So that then gets yeah. repeated when Jamie Foxx says it, like, later on. I mean, it But that sense. came straight from, like, an actual scenario, which is kind of cool. Like, if I was about to rob a bank, I would probably, if I heard that song, like, <laughs> either that, or maybe Highway to Hell, maybe that'd be another one. Um, yeah. Sympathy for the Devil, if that came on. Love yeah. the song. Wouldn't want to do it before robbing a bank. <laughs> um, so, 
What would no. be like your killer tracks? What would be your like absolutely we're, ro- <laughs> absolutely we're robbing the bank tracks? Um, oh, I don't know. It's got to be like a really good one. Back in um, black. <laughs> nice. Oh man, I was thinking That's that. a good one, was, man. Oh, oh, right, you know what? Um, it would mine probably be uh, Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones. Oh, that's a good one. You just imagine like... You just listen to the beginning, like do new 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 new, and you're just getting all ready to get out of the cars. You got your you got your mask, you like pull your mask down. It's like diddle-oon, diddle-oon. It's like do-do-do. and at that bit moment, you'd kick the doors in. You're like ah, like that. it'd be beautiful. But you haven't thought about it much, have you, Joe? No, no, no. <laughs> I was just about to say, what, what, Robert Bank, what are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> He's tucking away um, masks, like right now. Yeah, just, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> What what was that time in work, Sam? And there was like a thingy. I was talking to you and um, Kate about the uh, Ninjago masks, and I said about robbing a bank with them. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm you had like, I'm gonna... swear you had some sort of plan. Like it was way too in detail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just gonna disappear one day, and then you're gonna see me on the news and like you robbed a bank of whatever. Like the real reason I moved to Manchester or something this whole time. Planning a like it's a crazy. Like you're just on the news, surrounded by like twelve cops with guns. It's like a really <laughs> yeah. intense. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, we're all the foam swords as well. Just like, nah, you'll never take me. I've got like a sword of fire, mate. Come at me. Those are in jaggle things, just the things that we sell mate, here. Like Fucking... oh, oh, yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't test someone who had one of them. Oof. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. I'll just go in with one of those, um, yeah, those plastic stop signs that we had. Is the shield? I was going with one of them. Never stop stopping. Never stop exactly. stopping. But yeah, and I'll do that all that while listening to Painted Black. That <laughs> is the answer to my question. Why not? Everything <laughs> is awesome, mate. Come on. Yeah. Face I mean, hand. to be fair, I think I'd probably pick like Battle Without Honor or Humility for a very similar reason. Oh, okay. Kill Bill. That's quite good. So yeah. like, as you kick down the doors, it's like bam, <laughs> bam. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Like. I kind of want to rob a bank now, just so you can actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I mean, I'm not I going to. I think we just found Exhibit A, Your Honor. Can't, can't air this now. Oh, we're all involved. Like, you're, you're going to release this, like, next Sunday, and then when we're filming, like, next week's episode, we're going to get halfway through, and this, the SWAT are going to come through the door and just take me out. And then it's just going to, like, a, a SWAT guy appears, like, Turns the camera off. Sits down, <laughs> takes off his helmet and mask and just joins <laughs> in the conversation. Yeah, just in, sits in, in the place. Joe's preoccupied. Okay. My name's John. I work for the SWAT team. What are we talking about here now? What were what, what, what we watching? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's, it's like... And watches it. It's like when... Uh, sits, sits down on my couch, watches it on Netflix. You know what I mean, We're doing it. It's, <laughs> it's like, like when... It's like when Homer gets uh, tries to jump in the U2 concert and then they take him away and they're like, don't worry, folks, he'll be just fine. And you're in the background <laughs> getting beaten up. <laughs> yeah. You just could see in the reflection of like my, my, uh, my window or something, it's like, but batons like that. <laughs> oh, oh, and then that's where it gets revealed that I did actually rob the bank. Boom, plot twist. Plot twist, incredible. <laughs> Whole time. Uh, so, 
the Edge plays, uh, not the guy from the U2, the actual song. It's not just him rocking up. <laughs> the Edge plays as uh, they're going through the, the planning scene for, um, for the job. Uh, but they need a crap ton of guns. So they've got to get, see someone called The Butcher. Um, they play the, uh, the tequila song to see The Butcher. Who is this like the cousin from, of the drug guy from like Bad Boys? He's like dressed exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> the Shared universe version of him. <laughs> shared universe. Yep. The Michael yes. Bay Edgar Wright shared universe. Yep. The Bad Boys Baby Driver shared universe. Imagine I just Will see Smith. Them existed in imagine the Baby Driver just rocking up in Bad Boys Three Life. Love it. Hot it Fuzz and Transformers. Same universe. Now yes. you're talking. The horse he rides in on at the end just becomes like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can just, like, imagine a scene where there's, like, a bunch of Transformers, like, fighting loads or whatever in, like, a city, destroying it all. And then you've just got, like, fucking... What was it? Mark Wahlberg's in them now. Is it was Mark yeah. Wahlberg, yeah. yeah. So you see Mark Wahlberg just like a Nick Frost just chilling, and like he's like, "Oh my god, they're fighting! What do we do?" And he's like, and then Nick Frost just gets a shotgun. And he's like, "Oh, he just fucking he's like, oh, we, we I think we're gonna have to kill him." And he's just like, "Shame!" And he just runs <laughs> into it with that accent that he does in Hot Fuzz. Be amazing with it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'd watch that film to be fair. Like, for same. Long. I'd watch it. Same. That. <laughs> uh, so, um, Bats realizes that some of the goons that the butcher has are cops and shoots him down. And then we get like a, a whole new cover of Tequila played entirely by gunshots. Oh, yeah. So cool. cool. Oh, yeah? Sick. Oh, I love that song, you know. Like, I started listening to it. Like, because we had to pause the film halfway at that point. So, cause we, so we could like have dinner and I was just sat there having dinner, fucking listening to that song. I was like, tequila! Does that know what? Take a shot. Amazing. Yeah. And there's having like a steak or whatever. I can't remember what we had, but you know, wasn't steak. Can't afford that shit, you know? But tequila, good song. I'd still listen to that song when I'm like pissed on like full on. Good song. So uh, they drive away. Baby's super pissed about all the murder that's been happening. And uh, along the way, Bats insists to stop off and get some food. But it's Deborah's uh, diner. Baby's very, very insistent about not going there, which is exactly why Bats insists on going into it. Big mistake. Oof. Jamie Foxx, by the way, great in this movie. He's oh so yeah, fab. so good. He's such a prick, which is why he's I, good. I <laughs> hate him so much in this film. Like he's so good at just every every little bit getting you to hate him. Like it, it the script is doing a lot of work, but so is he. It's fucking yeah. excellent. He's mm. so good. Like movie bad guys now, I feel like are always either comically bad or really cool. Yeah, like you don't hate bad guys now. I can't think of a movie that's come out in the last couple of years where you just, you hate the villain. It was Joffrey in Game of Thrones, that wasn't really a movie. I mean, yeah, for TV, that was good. I mean, Game of Thrones yeah. was pretty good at getting you to, it was good at creating villains. Like, once Peter you Bayless dealt with well. one, you know, like, it, it would be like, it'd be like, get rid of Joffrey, bring in, 
thingy, Cersei. Ramsey, Ramsey. Oh, him. Get rid of Ramsey, bring in Cersei. Get rid of Cersei, bring in Daenerys. Like, it was really good at just... Except that last bit. Oh, well, the de- the doing it with Daenerys was absolutely awful, but you can't <laughs> deny that she was a villain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I did yeah. hate her. I mean, I hated Weiss and Benioff more, but... <laughs> like, you just got sorry for Amelia. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, Jamie Foxx absolutely stunning in this. They're in, yeah. they're in the diner. He's been really tense, and then he just goes to kill Deborah just because why not? Just because he's a lunatic, just to try and get any sort of rise uh, out of baby. Yeah. Um, bananas. Dude. They call me and say bananas. <laughs> Where am I, bananas? <laughs> God, it's I honestly no idea what you were talking about then. I thought you were just like, <laughs> no. just like yeah, baby, bananas. I thought you just seen them at the corner of your eye. I was like, what the f- oh, I just had, yeah, I no, just had yeah, like no, an I aneurysm that. live on air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you mean. Now. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, so, um, they're like, jobs off. That's it. You, they were my cops. You killed my cops. This is way harder to do now. We're not doing it. But in the previous scene, we learned John Hamm has connections to Wall Street, so feasibly they could still do it. Uh, everyone agrees to do it, but baby's li- baby lies. He tries to leave, but gets caught by Buddy and Bats, which is where they find the tape recorder, and they think he's like a big snitch the whole time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they knock him out. They raid his apartment. They steal Joe's wheelchair. Sorry, Joe, man. How are you going to get around now? don't know. Um, <laughs> that's such a dick move. Like, what me saying that after like... crawl or like the, in the film, nicking the guy's wheelchair. Like, you don't need <laughs> to do that. No, yeah, no, that's like that is evil. Like, it must like, have see, been when... a hassle bringing it back as well. Yeah, exactly. Like when I saw, <laughs> how do you it? fold those things down and like put it in the back of your of your car or whatever? What car did he did they go in though? What car was he in when they like knocked him out? Was it a car? That would fit the wheelchair in it, or was it not? I mean, it might have been a pickup. Well, maybe that. I think it was. Was it? See, mm. when these, when I saw that bit, though, I assumed that Joe was there with them, and it was going to be like, hey, oh, it's fine. But then, then he goes back later on, doesn't he? And he's just lay there on the floor. It's like, chilling. Oh, yeah, he's still there. there. The whole time. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he can't, like, thingy, but, like, it's sad he's been the whole time. Sad. Rip. <laughs> Um, so they discover all the tapes and then uh, the song uh, Intermission play oh no I'm skipped a bit they play them back they'll only just make some music uh, they decide to give him one more shot so Intermission plays as the job starts uh, again we don't see the heist it's all just baby sitting waiting the teller from the other day is about to come in and he's like no <laughs> and he's trying to do her a favor and she calls over a security guard. What snitch? I know, yeah. What a bitch. Just let, let him rob the thing, you know what I mean? You're only one. Like, you're not going to lose your job. Like. Uh, Bats com- comes back, spots the security guard, just guns him down, and that's it. That's like the last straw. And yeah. this, real talk, right? This moment here, I think, is the best start to a third act in any movie ever it's where baby drives full speed forward and impales bats yeah i didn't see that coming and when i first saw that i was like 
<laughs> I, as soon as they pulled up behind the good. truck and it just had all those yeah like, <laughs> things sticking out, I was like, yeah, that's uh, I completely that looks like a hazard. Forgot. Yeah, I completely forgot that this scene was in it, and as I was watching it, it occurred like I saw it, and it, again I knew that it happened because I'd seen the film before, but came completely out of nowhere for me. I was like, oh my god, yes, I forgot about that. I got like serious um, Final Destination vibes from it, like full on. <laughs> like I was just, I didn't see it coming at all, but love it. Yeah, it's so good. I can't, I can't think of any other third act that yeah. starts with a guy getting impaled and Hocus Pocus coming in on the exact same beat. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, so that disrupts absolutely everything. Um, Darling and Buddy try and escape one way. Baby runs the exact other way and tries to get a um, a disguise, but then he gets chased for shoplifting. Oops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, meets Buddy and Darling back in the car park by mistake. Darling ends up getting shot down, and this is Buddy seeing red, becomes the bull, starts trying to kill Baby. Um, yeah. So, Baby escapes. Uh, just about uh, manages to get to the apartment, which is weird because, like, I would have thought Buddy would have thought to go there. Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? Like he, ju- he, 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 he'd been there with Bats the previous scene. Just it might have been a thought, but he manages to get him out, get Joe to safety, leaves him at a home. Um, I was like, I always get really emotional when I do get to the scene where he leaves him, and he's like, "Hi, my name's Joe." I like jam oh, yeah. spread to the edges. I like music, you know. <laughs> Please look after me. Yeah. So honestly, gold. So scene. <laughs> it really is. Um, so yeah, Joe wishes him good luck as uh, the police start coming. Uh, never gonna give you up. Not that one is playing in the uh, diner when baby goes to pick up Deborah, but Buddy actually is there waiting for him. Right, oh, John so, tension, 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 and um, uh, we th- I, I originally thought security card was coming back outside the toilet, it turns out it's a waitress, John Hamm looks around, baby steals the gun in that time, shoots him, they run away. So, uh, baby and Deborah steal a car, um, they go and see Doc, who uh, is packing up his Hot Wheels, he's fuming. Like, look at this baby I gotta put my toy cars away am I gonna get kids over now fuck have you done oh, man <laughs> no there it is oh look dear look at that box just has like a winky face on the front of it or something he <laughs> lifts it up and he's like yeah uh, uh. I can just imagine Kevin's space maybe that was his box from home who knows maybe I hope it just I hope I hope it, he folds it over and it's just a picture of his face wrapped around the box <laughs> I really hope that in the movie Seven, when she, he opens the box, it's just that box with the Hot Wheels <laughs> in it. The Hot Wheels. And he, he just opens it, and he's like, he has the upper hand. He just sees all the hot, the hot, the Hot Wheels in the box, and he's like, that's why I hope he's running about. I'm like, what's in the box? Uh, hot, hot, hot Wheels. Happy Wheels. Hot, hot, yeah, wheels. That's he, hot Wheels. That's why I shoot. I tell you, Happy Wheels. Then. Yeah, you did. Oof. <laughs> 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 There you go. That's what I hope is in the box in seven. I mean, we know what's in the box in seven. Happy Wheels. Spoilers. Hot Wheels. It's Gwyneth ah! Paltrow's head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. So he's packing up his Hot Wheels. He's done. Uh, but Baby managed to convince him to give one tape back to him. And because they're so cute, just so gosh darn cute together, uh, he totally caves. 
and agrees to help them. Bananas. Uh, those cops from earlier, oh, the yeah. back boys. <laughs> Don't know why they're trying to kill Kevin Spacey now, but oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're just back. Just a bit of cannon fodder. Um, <laughs> Doc uh, kills them, shoots them all. Um, but then Buddy shows up, plays Brighton Rock, Baby's Killer Tune, runs over Kevin Spacey, not once, but twice. Nice. I love that they show that second time. You see, like, the head just explode. <laughs> oh, I know. It's grim, and isn't it? It's just you're watching it. And it's when you first watch, when we very first watched it, it was like, oh, Kevin Spacey, no. And now you watch it and you're like, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes me think that he just did it just because it's Kevin Spacey, not just because it's the character, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, maybe you know. Maybe he knew. Maybe, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't want to know why he knew. Jesus. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Let's, let's not go there. No. Is this whole episode just us, like, ripping into Kevin Spacey? Oof, being, like, it's just an oof thing episode. <laughs> and, yeah, literally. We're having a picture of Kevin Big Spacey. Oof. just like, on the, the thing. Don't even have baby. Just like, oof. <laughs> oof. Uh, so, then we have a great big car battle. It's really fun. Just cars bashing into each other, chasing each other, going all over the place. It's shot amazingly. It's really fantastic. And then, baby manages to overpower Buddy's car, gives him the Star Wars death, pushing him down a great big hole. But just uh. like Star Wars, it doesn't kill him. Like every big hole in Star Wars <laughs> never kills someone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so Baby tries to push him down the thing. It doesn't work. John Hamm gets out at the very last minute, shows up with a gun again, and he's like, I, you took what I most love. I've got to take what you most love. So he shoots him twice, like just over the years, to like trying to deafen him. Yeah. And then he's gonna go and uh, shoot Deborah, but then um, then he, he just doesn't, and they win. Yeah, Deborah yeah. comes out and fights him, and then and then they win. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good job, <Okay>. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice save, man. Um, yeah. So um, we hear easy, but it's baby's drive. Ba- baby's drives, mum. It's baby's <laughs> mum's cover version of easy. Uh, as they try and drive away, but uh, there's a oh, uh, cop barrier there stopping. It's not the it's not the track that the, that said mum the whole time. That's the track. Is yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. It's easy. Um, but baby turns himself in. And he's like, "Don't get involved in this. It's not your fault." Uh, all Lord's characters like testify on his behalf. Like an old woman who he robbed a car from earlier is like, "Yeah, man, it was weird. He just like apologized to me and gave me my purse." He seems like a cool dude. He may rob me car, but you know, yeah, he seems alright. He still robbed the car. Like, what even happened to that car? Did we ever find out? Did he leave it or something? I can't remember. I think he just abandoned it somewhere. He just abandoned it, yeah. Oh, so he yeah. didn't get destroyed. That's fair enough then. then. Maybe that's why. So, oh, no, yeah. Back. He, he parks it up. He parks it up. Uh, oh, gosh. I think, I think when, he's, when he's collecting Joe. He's collecting Joe. Is oh, it? He goes to Joe's oh, and then the he's carrying him. The, yeah. And he hears the radio that they're driving like a purple... Oh, oh, yeah. what sort of car it is and then he's like oh then, shit like, I guess we're taking that one see I love how in this film so there's the nice sweet old lady that he takes the car from he's like oh no he's stealing the old lady's car no and then later on he steals those two like guys and they're like vaping and they're like in the fucking <laughs> I can't remember and he's like oh well, at least can I have my phone and he's like no, no bitch. get out of here man <laughs> like I know it's so he can listen to music <laughs> But, like, he's just using this guy's Spotify. Like, what a knobhead. 
just at least ask first, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, all that music's going to come up when he's recently played now. <laughs> all his mates, like, seeing, like, oh, what the f- are you listening to, bro? Like, his Discover Weekly is going to be messed up Yeah, exactly, ages now. yeah. Exactly. And then he's going to never get his phone back. And like, Bob's probably just kept the phone. So he's just listened to fucking this guy's Spotify in uh, in prison. And every time the guy tries to go on Spotify, he's like, oh, did I listen to it? And I'm like, fuck off. Guy who's still like that, in prison right now. I'm Damn, pretty sure you, you don't get Spotify in prisons. You know, I mean, they get some weird stuff in prison, so I'm sure Spotify can be one of them. You smuggle in have a you Spotify e- subscription. Have you ever seen... Uh, re- oh, I forget what's it called. Shot Strike Redemption. <laughs> Were you going to say Red Dead? Seen- <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. I mean, give it... He get some if he yeah yeah point made move on yeah. sure okay <laughs> and we're basically we're basically at the end here anyway because of the test uh, the, the testimonies uh, baby gets 25 years but then uh, uh subject to five years on parole keeps a good behavior gets out gets the girl gets the car gets the drive nice happy ending Woo-hoo. and that nice. is baby driver Way. there's so much like um, hidden detail in this film i loved it it's um, incredible you know this bit at the end this is my issue with this bit in the end. It's a nice ending. I really like the ending, obviously. But my, this is my only issue. This is something I picked up when we were watching it. Um, he's just got out of prison, right? Is he allowed to leave the state? Because he should be on parole, realistically. Yeah, no. So, so we, are they just going to drive around Georgia for a bit? Probably. For like two years. Yeah. And then when he just does fine. No, because when you're on parole, you need to get a job as well. So, Good it's like, oh, happy ending. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So they're just going to go on like weekend trips for two years and then it's like, oh, your pro's been lifted. I feel like it's longer than two years as well. He like killed someone. Um, <laughs> so like, I can't remember, but I, I find it weird. It's like, oh, happy ending. Parole. exist. You're parole. Don't worry about that. Don't think about it too much. I'm Edgar Wright. I just imagine Edgar Wright sat in the cinema whispering that to people. To be fair, I do think Edgar Wright, if I have any criticism of him it's that he doesn't have the strongest endings he's got very strong movies but i think he's always got a vague gesture in the direction of an ending like i don't yeah. know like we talked about scott pilgrim earlier i don't know if any of you seen the alternate endings to scott pilgrim like they shot like four or five different ones and they just did not know which one they were going to go with no one of them one of them is where he does get together with knives at the end one of them is where he doesn't yeah. end up with either of them uh, there's one where he just hangs out with Negascott and that's the end I'm pretty sure <laughs> like wow. he just, he okay. just he's happy to have himself like um, um, uh, yeah there, there was like a whole bunch of them so I, I, I think I think it's probably some, I, I don't know I can't really remember the ends of Hot Fuzz and, and, and the other films right off the top of my head but even like the world's end nah. it's just like they got to the point where the world you know the apocalypse oh, the world happened yeah. and now we just have to sort of wrap it up quickly you know? Oh yeah, and they they throw the thing in at the end, only they? they throw the um the cornetto thing in the very last bit. Yeah. Just because it, I, I always thought that felt like they'd forgotten about it, and he was like, "Oh shit, we need one really quick," and it's just in there. But then maybe it was planned to be that way, and I'm just not seeing it that way, so I don't know. But while was, while you were saying that, I literally just broke my mug. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what made you do that? It uh, it just came off. I was holding it. You were speaking, and then it was in two bits. It's oh, a no. cheap, crappy mug that says "Game Over" that has oh, a controller handle. Ga- game's over now. Oh, that's oh no! It's so meta. <laughs> game's over. Oh no! That's so sad. Rip. Game over. 
Yeah, movie no. over. Oh. Oh. Oh, I feel like purpose now, just for the, <laughs> just so they just brought the mug. Oh, the mug was already broken the whole time. <laughs> for our plot twist. Um. So yeah. Uh. I'm sure we've all got lots to say. I mean, we kind of whizzed through this one, but it's because it's so easy to just gush all over films like this and stuff and go. This was cool and this was funny and this was well shot and this was well. like so. You know, yeah. sort of whizz through it, but. As always, what we're going to do now is we're going to go through one by one and give final thoughts about the movie, and we're going to give it an overall score out of 10, and then I'm going to use maths to give it a score out of 100, and then we're going to find out where it ranks on the uh, objective list of best to worst movies of all time. Amelia, start us off. So, I, yeah, when I first, I'm not going to lie, when I first saw this film in the cinema, I came out and was just like, I didn't really enjoy that. I don't know, I think I was built up to think it was going to be something, and then young me just didn't quite get it. But rewatching it, it is a good film. I don't know, like, he's really good at kind of doing tricks that you kind of would associate with old cinema. Like you say, having someone's costume evoke a feeling or a, a music being like a really big centre. Like, and so that's why I think he's probably one of the best directors that we have at the minute. He's really good at doing that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet as well, like the episode. And I think it's really good. I enjoyed it. Out of 10, I'm going to give it a 7. 7? Jacob. So I loved it. First, I'm similar to Amelia. First time I watched it, I thought, yeah, that was that was pretty good, pretty pretty solid. Um, rewatching it again, uh, started this week, watched it, loved it. I was like properly watching it, trying to pick out everything because I knew that there was going to be some really obvious <laughs> things. Like the um, anytime he wasn't listening to music, you could hear just like a hum, just like a subtle humming noise. I was like, ah, oh, I get it, movies. <laughs> I, I understand. So then it was when I when I watched it for the second time this week. I was like looking forward to watching it two times in a week. Loved it. Loved. Like, it's just really like, nice to what to look at. And as a movie, that's kind of what you want, really. Something that looks good and sounds good, and it did. So I'm gonna go eight eight out of ten. Eight out of ten, Joe. Um. So with this film, I didn't actually go watch this in the cinema. Like my, like my mates were like, "Do you want to go watch it in the cinema?" And I was like, mm. "Because like Edgar Wright's one of those people that I pretend like I don't like him when his new films coming out just to be different." And then obviously he's really good. So, um, and they were all like, "Oh, you know," they went to watch it and they were like, "That's actually like actually so good." And the soundtrack was amazing. And I was kind of like, because the reason I didn't go watch it is because I was playing Uncharted Four. Um, so I didn't want to stop that. <laughs> so I was like, go watch this film by this guy I'm going to pretend I don't like, even though I really do like him. Or play Uncharted 4. So play Uncharted 4. <laughs> and, um, you yeah, know, not a bad choice. Good good game. W- anyway, were you playing Uncharted but, 4 or were you playing Crash in Uncharted 4? Oh, good question, man. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I've just realised I don't even think I was playing Uncharted. I think I was playing Uncharted 3. So <laughs> maybe that wasn't a good choice. But oh well. Um, but yeah, no. So, oh, I, so I watched. I first time I watched this was was once. I didn't watch it at the cinema. Kind of wish I did. It would have been really good, like with the sound, the music, and stuff. Uh, first time I watched it was when I accidentally bought it on Amazon Prime. Uh, and my dad was annoyed at me, but I was like, "Sorry." Um, so I watched it <laughs> anyway, um, and I watched. What were you it, I really trying to it. buy? <laughs> I don't know. I think I just clicked on it and it just bought. And I was like, "What other baby um, move? Were you trying to buy Boss Baby, Joe?" Yes. Mm. That's what it was. No, no, I was trying to buy the TV show Boss Baby. That doesn't even have any. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was on Netflix anyway, not. Anyway, no. 
<laughs> no, yeah, so I watched it, and I really liked it the first time I watched it. Um, I like John Hamm anyway, anyway, because man, I love Mad Men. So he was kind of like the main thing for me, and obviously I like Edgar Wright and Jamie Foxx and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I liked this movie when I first watched it. I liked it when I watched it again. Like, I did not put off watching this at all. You know what I mean? Like, you know, with like, we watch, like, we, when we watch Vertigo, I know, sorry, Mila, I know you like okay. it, but I, I literally watched it like the night before we did that because I just didn't want to watch it at all. <laughs> um, but with this, I was like, literally, I think I watched it maybe the same day or the day after we did that thing because I just, I wanted to watch it because it's a good film. Um, so I'm going to give it an eight. Eight. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Joe, you brought up the comparisons to Vertigo, and I feel like we've come a little bit full circle here in my head. So I came down hard on that movie, and I'll stand by it, even though it was mostly just jokes. But that's not to say that I don't think that what Hitchcock was doing in that movie was was good filmmaking, because it absolutely was good filmmaking. In the process of that review, I said Hitchcock had to first make good films so that one day we could get great films. And for me, this is an example of that great filmmaking. It's where it's everything that he laid the groundwork for and, and the other fathers of, of cinema. And now we can build on it and expand on it and we can have fun with it and we can play with it. And that's what Edgar Wright to me is as a director. Yeah, um, yeah there's, there's, there's so much stuff to dig into here. And we've definitely not done it justice in this podcast, but this is just for a bit of fun. Uh, anyone could watch this movie as like an intro to filmmaking and you would learn about coverage, about composition, about editing, about lighting, about costumes. You can go into literally any field and you can come out knowing more about your field because of movies like this. I'm really, really glad it did well. Every fucker else on the planet gave it perfect ratings. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to be cool and not do it. And I'm going to give the show's first ever 10. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. 10 out of 10. So nice. that gives us an overall score of 82.5. Oh, I just dropped nice. I just kicked. <laughs> <laughs> the excitement. It's exciting it was. <laughs> uh, Baby Driver is officially the best movie Yay. of all time. Amazing. Amazing. It was the worst. It's still bad, uh, boys. bad boys. It's still bad boys. It's still <laughs> Sorry, the Jacob. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I know it's in the title, so, but it wasn't that bad. We'll replace it one day. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be another one of his films. It'll be Bad Boys yeah. Two. Oh. Yeah, bad Boys Two. <laughs> bad Boys Two is worse. I'll be honest. Uh, so that brings us to possibly our most important moment of the show, which is finding out what we're going to be watching next Sunday. Amelia, let us um, know what we're watching. Right then, well, as we were talking uh, before we started the podcast, the next time we film the podcast, it will be October. So mm. I feel it's only right to kickstart kind of the Halloween, I say spooky season, that kind of a vibe. Um, so next week, I'm going to be the host with the most, and we're going to be watching Beetlejuice. Ah, oh, man. Okay, that's a good one. Partly I thought you were going to. Carry on. I was just gonna say I thought you were gonna put like Hulk's Pokes or something. That's why no, I was expecting that maybe, before Christmas. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if, we, if we're still in October. But no, I, I do you know what? It, this Beetlejuice is one of those films I wanted to watch. I think I only watched it for the first time at the start of the year because one of those films that's been on my list. Like, right, I need to watch that. I need to watch that. I know everything about it. I just need to watch it. And I watched it, and I was like, this is actually it's quite short. It's not a long film, um, yeah. but it's fun and it's really good. And there's a lot of really interesting stuff to talk about and. Tim Burton's one of my favourite directors as well and 
I'm really excited just to talk about it. So yeah, so Beetlejuice, that's what yeah. we're going to be watching. Excellent. Ah, oh, brilliant. I'm excited. Sweet. Okay, yeah. so uh, everyone follow us on social media. Links in the description. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Join us next Sunday, every Sunday, for Beetlejuice and beyond. Did it. Bye. <laughs> Copyright, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ah. Like, you're trying to do the Looney Tunes thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, honestly.